This month, I'm talking about the pitfalls of chasing after retainer clients in your small branding or marketing agency. And today, I want to share the story of someone I spoke to recently that is a really common story I've heard many, many times. You're listening to the No BS Agency Podcast. We talk strategies that can take your one to two person branding agency from $5,000 to $30,000 per month without hiring employees or working your ass off. All you have to do is cut the BS. I am Pia Silva. I met a woman named Rhonda. She owned a one-person branding agency, and she told me that her business had been doing great for the first two years in business. She was doing $20,000 a month right out of the gate. And the first thing I thought was, wow, well, that's really impressive. I I haven't heard that from almost anyone. And then I realized there's got to be more to this story. So she started to go on and on about how well she had been doing and how everything was hunky-dory and she loved the work that she was doing. And I said, so then why are we talking right now? What, you know, what's the problem and, and what are you looking for help with? And she said, well, now I can barely even eke out $5,000 a month. I am struggling to even hit $5,000 a month when just a year ago I was doing $20,000 a month consistently. And I said, okay, so lay it on me. What happened? How could this possibly be? Well, it turns out that that $20,000 a month that she started her business with was exclusively from two retainer clients, two people that she closed right when she started her business because of contacts she had from her previous employment. She took two clients with her and each of them paid her $10,000 a month to work for them. And that went well for almost two years until one day one of them decided to end the contract. All of a sudden, her income was cut in half. And then not but a couple months later, the other one also ended. All of a sudden, she went from feeling like she was a pretty badass business owner. I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't know a lot of solopreneurs who start their businesses making $20,000 a month. She felt so successful during that time, and she went from feeling confident and successful to feeling like a failure. She wasn't just hitting those $20,000 a month anymore. She was barely able to get any business. She didn't know how to even find one additional client. Like I said, I've heard this story over and over and over again. Things were going so great. Our business was flourishing until we lost a retainer client or until two of our retainer clients suddenly left. So let's break down why this is such a common occurrence. I broke down last week why retainers give people a false sense of security. Because guess what Rhonda wasn't doing that entire time that she was working with those two retainer clients? She wasn't building her business systems. She wasn't sharpening her marketing skills. She wasn't building her brand. She wasn't learning how to fill her pipeline. And she definitely wasn't filling her pipeline at all. She wasn't learning how to find or close any clients the entire two years she worked with these retainers. She wasn't looking for new clients. And so she didn't know how to find new clients. And when the retainers left, she was left with nothing. She was left like she had just started her business. Here's the trap that retainer clients can often create, especially lucrative retainer clients like $10,000 a month retainer clients for just one person. It's the outsourced employee trap. 
While she was technically working for herself, Rhonda was really just part-time employed to two different employers. She was being treated as an outsourced employee, but she had no job security, no health insurance, and no access to unemployment if she got laid off. Moving from having a job to looking for retainer clients makes sense. It's like a baby step towards owning your own business, but it's still feeding into that employee mentality. The reason it feels so safe and natural is because it's really like being an outsourced employee. And what you'll find when you have lots of retainer clients is that you end up working all the time and being at the beck and call of these clients. One of the things I stress inside No BS Agency Mastery is that having retainer clients isn't bad in and of itself. It's all the things that happen around having retainer clients that causes problems. It's the complacency that you get when you have a bunch of retainers that take up all your time and you put your own business, your own marketing, your own skill building, your own brand on the back burner. It's the false sense of security that you have when you feel like you've got money coming in every month when really none of that is reliable. And it's how retainers often allow you to push off the very kinds of growth and skill building that you need for the longevity of your business. So here's what I propose instead. Look at retainer work as icing on the cake, not the cake itself. Build a business that isn't at the whim of any particular client. Build a business with a strong foundation that knows how to find prospects, nurture them, and close them in a systematized way so that any one client cannot make or break your business. If you're also looking to have freedom and flexibility in your lifestyle, if you're looking to be able to go on vacations and take time off without having to always be at the beck and call of clients, that's what the no BS model is all about. Instead of going after retainer clients, we go after high profit intensive projects. This means we make the same amount of money that a lot of people make over months and months and months of work in a short amount of time, sometimes just a couple of days, at most just a couple of weeks. And then the projects are over. And that means that in between clients, there is time and space to do other things. There's time and space to work on your own projects, to take trips, to travel, to do all of the things that you want that freedom and flexibility in your business to do. Now, where do retainers come in? Some of my students love doing retainers and in fact, their clients need retainer work. So here's what I propose. After you build a business that is able to constantly bring in new projects at high profitable prices, after those projects are done, if that client also could use work on an ongoing basis, totally sell it to them, do it. Do whatever your client absolutely needs where you can provide value. I think that's always the best way to think about how you package and price and deliver your services. What do my clients really, really need and how can I deliver that to them? But don't sacrifice your own freedom. Instead of doing retainers on an ongoing basis where you are working for them all the time, do retainers still in an intensive model. So instead of working for somebody over the course of a month, work for them once a month in an intensive. You can still do this on an ongoing basis, but limit the amount of back and forth and project management so that there is no scope creep in this retainer model. If you look at retainers compared to project-based work, 
more often than not, retainers are much less profitable because the amount of time that they take, not just in the work that you're delivering, but also in all of the communications and project management, they are much less profitable per hour than projects can be. Add to this the fact that most clients and most branding agencies feel like somebody who is paying on a monthly basis should get a little bit of a discount. And these retainer clients get even less profitable. Instead, make your retainers an intensive model and only use them as an upsell. Never work with a client as a retainer because we don't want the retainers to be the core of your business. We want the retainers to be icing on the cake, right? Additional income and profit and not the core of your business. If your business is set up where you are only looking for those high profit intensive projects, you will make more money in less time and you will have a sustainable business that can rely on itself and is never relying on a couple of clients to pay you every single month. Get out of that employee mentality where you are hoping that someone else is going to make your business sustainable and take control of your business yourself. This is the foundation of what we teach inside the No BS Agency Mastery Program. If that is something you are ready to look at, if you want to explore how the No BS Agency model could change the way you operate your business and finally give you actual financial security and not this feeling of security that's really false, go to nobsagencies.com backslash apply. Check out the video on that site and see if now is the time for you to step into the driver's seat. That's all I've got for you today. I will talk to you next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll be back next week with more no BS tips for your agency so you can find more profit, ease, and freedom. The No BS Agency podcast is produced by Yellow House Media. Coordinator is Lou Blazer. This episode is edited by Marty Seafelt. Creative direction by Sean and Tara McMullen. Our theme music is Knock 'em Down by The Shrugs. 